Right, it's half past nine uh, this morning, and we've been a little bit reflective, of course, because it's the last weekend of the racing season, 2022-2023, a year that was dominated uh, in the Jockeys' Premiership by Michael McNabb and the Trainers' Premiership by Mark Walker. And Mark has joined us, as he tends to do, uh, every other Saturday morning on the line. How are you doing, Mark? Morning, gentlemen. Mr. 202. Great to chat. Uh, that's your new nickname, Marky, Mr. 202. But it, <laughs> might, it might become Mr. 203 or Mr. 204. Like those trendy young kids who use their phone numbers as their um, as their, their area codes as their that numbers. Isn't Pitbull? Pitbull, Pitbull Mr. 505. That means he's Mr. 305. Marky, the great story you told us for the New Zealand Herald this morning. You trained, became the first ever New Zealand equine trainer to train 200 wins in a season uh, when Angel's Wings won at Albapuni on Thursday and you watched the race and then you went straight back outside and started working again. Yeah, yeah. at the time we had some owners there just uh, looking at one of their horses, so I just shot in, watched it, and then then went back out to um, have a chat to them before they went home. So, no, it was just business as normal. Was there a fist pump? Was there any high-five? You don't look like a high-fiver, but was there any high-fiving? Was there a text from David to say, well done, mate, because... It's a hell of a number. In fact, it's a number I barely can get my head around. No, it was. I thought we got up. I didn't actually hang around to watch the photo. I, I sort of went back out, but then the texts started rolling in from from so many different people. So I, I knew that she must have won. Uh, but it it was a pretty tight photo. But it looked as though she won watching it live. And then I just sort of headed back out the door. So we're suggesting that this probably won't happen again, to be honest, Mark, and it was a, an interesting scenario that's kind of led to this. I mean, you've been back here full-time. Uh, you took back over from Jamie, and you were really running the horses, and, and you, you've talked talk to us often about your kind of mentality once you go up to Asia. You, you, you change your, uh, a little bit of your thinking around how often and how regular horses can line up, and uh, you, you kind of just run them. Um, so it was a you know a set of circumstances can you imagine a time where you will train 200 winners in a, a domestic season again? No. Obviously, the Tiaki operation will be gearing up to have a presence in Australia as well. So, obviously, some of the firepower will go there. But Dave and Karen are uh, you know, they're adamant we want to have a really good presence in New Zealand as well. And, uh, obviously, with Sam coming on board, we're very conscious of the fact that all, all the major races in New Zealand, Tiakia will still target them with numerous horses, but we're just looking to expand the business into Australia and we want to have a presence in all the big races in Australia, just not in Melbourne. We, we want it to be targeting Sydney and Brisbane as well, even Adelaide. So we just, I think, expanding more than anything. Mark, I, I have I have a ten percent share in a horse at your place. Its name's Glitzy Glory, and every week, without fail, when it's in work, I get a video of you going Glitzy Glory, and it trots up and down, and you give some comments. So it's only a maiden, and if I get that same video every week, I'm presuming everybody at TRK gets a video of their horse. How many trot up talking update videos would you do a week? Because I'm picking there must be a lot. Yeah, around around 120 
uh, on a Monday morning and afternoon actually. So it's sort of split through the race course barns in the morning and we've got a stable up the road that has lovely paddocks. That So we've just got a good variety with horses and they switch between barns and up to the stable with paddocks. So about 120, yeah. So, so you, you send out 120 bunches of emails because obviously it goes to all the owners every Monday or, or one other day of the week, updating people on their horses with videos of them. Yes, that's correct. Wow. Mm. That, that, I, look, <laughs> it's a full-time I've, job. <laughs> like I know what you mean, Mick, and I've been on the mailing list as well, and, and yeah, with a relatively slower horse, and, and yeah, the level of detail, it, it doesn't skip a beat. Uh, the operation's pretty, pretty well-oiled, and I, I imagine the balancing act when you do start to settle into Australia for this next season, it's probably not going to come off straight away. Mark trying to figure out which horses should be on which side of the Tasman. Have you spent a lot of time researching and talking to people that have tried it before and theorising with David and and Sam and Karen about how it would work? Like, it's, it's not a small feat you guys are trying to pull off, right? And I'm sure that's not lost on you. No, exactly. And there's been a few try and and haven't been successful at it, but I think Singapore was probably a harder task for us all because uh, we've been going to Australia for oh, decades, really, so uh, we, we know what sort of horses will work and what won't, whereas Singapore was completely foreign to us all. And uh, So I think this is actually a bit of an easier task setting up in Melbourne than, than it was setting up in Singapore, that's for sure. Mark, you and I spoke this week about your three favourite moments of the season. They're vastly different. Um, I won't take the words out of your mouth. So can you please tell our listeners what were three of your favourite wins of the season? Well, obviously the uh, crack of millions with Tokyo Tycoon was. That was more of a relief than anything because I didn't want to be the one that sort of broke the sequence. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah... your heart was pumping that last 200 metres until until the big white face finally got out and he flashed home. And obviously, uh, Imperatrice in Melbourne, that, that was good to get one up there. Uh, and brilliant tactical ride of Opie's. And the third one uh, was winning the Wellington Cup with leaderboard because three weeks earlier or four weeks earlier, he nearly ran last in the Martin Cup. And I said to Sam, oh, we've got, we've got a limp outside the square. And we started training him like a European horse where he was originally trained. So we were interval training him. So he'd run up a 1,000, go out, jump some tyres, the pony tyres, come back and run up another 1,000. And we just totally changed everything. And we were lucky we got a wet track. So... Uh, but I still think that was one of the highlights and satisfying ones of the season because just because of what what we did with them and and I think there was a fair bit of um, laughing behind our backs at Matamata. They thought we'd completely lost our plot. Lance <laughs> um, Sullivan didn't. He actually backed it. He backed it at about fifty to one. So he had seen what we were doing and he thought, oh well. <laughs> They're either going to get it right, or so he he actually backed it, and, and you know how tight with money he is. 
That's great. <laughs> As if he needs another. If it's he needs more money. Hey, yeah, Mark, Mark, of all the people, Mark, that raises an interesting question because it's not all just beers on the beach. It's not all fun. You had, uh, you know, a, a serious race taken off you with Tokyo Tycoon because of, of a stable error, and these things happen. It's it's no big mistake, but it had a big repercussion. What was that moment like? Is that something which jars you, or at your age when you've been round a little bit, do you go to yourself, well, that's not good. I feel bad about it, but there's not much we can do about it. Oh, it was just really unfortunate. I'd never experienced a positive swab in my time, and I'd been training for 23 years. So, obviously, the uh, the young lady in question uh, made a just made an error, and uh, we were more concerned about her well-being than anything because it was a pretty significant race we lost and. Uh, so, so we we're quite concerned about her, and it's just really unfortunate. But overall, we've got an amazing team of staff, and everyone rallied around her. And as I say, it was just a genuine mistake. But I suppose mistakes can happen. It's just human nature, isn't it? So, uh, no matter what you do and the systems you have in place, uh, some sometimes things go wrong for whatever reason and uh, it's not as though you're getting out of bed at 8 o'clock and going to work like any normal person. It, it's, you know, mm. it was an early morning mistake and um, it's just unfortunate. Mark, just a couple of quick fire questions because um, a, a lot of markets are open at the moment and, and some people don't read the Herald even though this information's now been out there. Imperatrice trials Tuesday. I believe she won't be paid up for the Hawks Bay races, and there's virtually no chance she'll race in the Foxbridge or the Hawks Bay races, which she's favourite for. Can you confirm that? Yeah, she's going straight to Melbourne. She'll kick off in Melbourne on the 9th of September. But her whole program, we, we, I mean, Dave, Karen, Sam, and myself, we, we just thought there was two races in particular, the Manicato because she's got a great, well, she's one for one at Mooney Valley. And on Cup Week, the champions sprint down the straight, and she'll actually have a trial in between, so she'll get used to going down the straight. So uh, we just felt she's best to go to Melbourne and, and uh, do a whole campaign there. So she, yeah, she won't be at Hawke's Bay. Mate, let's talk Rickerton, Tokyo Tycoon. Is he any chance, because he's favourite, any chance of going to the 2,000 guineas and any update on whether Zorian will go to the 1,000 guineas, please? Uh, Tokyo Tycoon, you never say never, uh, but probably not. Like, with the crack a millions mile now going to a million and a half, which is brilliant news for the New Zealand industry, he'll concentrate on that, so... We don't think it's in his best interest to go to Rickerton, so virtually rule, rule him out. And so Ryan, uh, I've yet to really get get in touch uh, with Brendan and Joe and Henry, but probably not. She's probably uh, there thinking initially was Melbourne as well, because the 1,000 guineas is quite a bit later this year, uh, so that's what their thinking was. But as I say, Doubtful, but uh, I've yet to really sit down with them and, and map it out. 
I mean, that's great information because so Imperatress is out of those Hawks Bay races, but Tokyo Tycoon's your $3.50 favourite in the 2000 guineas. And, and that was what I wanted to know, really. I mean, the, the $1.5 million lure of that three-year-old classic and then your your four-year-old race as well uh, for a million bucks. It's so exciting for a big barn like you guys. And I'm sure you'll roll your sleeves up and enjoy to take on the Australian Raiders that'll, that'll probably come over as well, Mark, as you are that way. So great to chat. Congratulations to everyone involved. And it'll be great to see see Sam's name in the uh, race book next week onwards as well. It's um, exciting for him and it's an exciting time for yourself even though you're a seasoned old campaigner now. It's, um, you know, there's, there's new things on the horizon which I'm sure gets you out of bed in the morning. Oh, definitely. And, and we've got the team of, you know, the whole team gels pretty well at Matter Matter and, and it's going to give a lot of staff the opportunity also to have that opportunity to to work in Australia as well and I think it's, it's exciting for the whole team at Matter Matter Yep, well said Awesome work Mark, there you go, that's Mark Walker he's uh, our champion trainer and there's huge things on the horizon for Tiaka we're going to head off, we'll come back, we'll debrief with Mick about what that means, we might try and find the winner of the 2000 guineas and uh, <laughs> let you know what we come up with <laughs>